you're listening to the Pinball Podcast. Oh, hi, Jessica. Hey, Jeff. You caught me like mid groove. I know. I. <laughs> that's why I had a hard time saying anything. Because you were you were dancing, getting your your Lizzo on. I was white man dancing. <laughs> it is episode one hundred and twenty nine of the Pinball Podcast, and Ooh. it's Tuesday, March fifth. Yeah, we're recording on a Tuesday. What's going on? I don't know. It's throwing everything off. We're extra punchy and it's weird. And We've already been talking for like an hour because we're idiots and forgot to get plane tickets to places. It, I like, I like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> if we had been recording that, um, the moment when we both realized that neither of us had traveled to any of our upcoming pinball shows... Because there's I a mean, lot Texas coming pinball, up. Yeah. Texas Pinball Festival is in 17 days, and I realized I don't have a flight. So. Yeah. And the week after that is the Women's World Championship in Vegas, and I realized I didn't have a flight. <sighs> we and are idiots. You didn't have a flight for Denver? Nope. Or a car? I also don't have a flight for Denver or Texas, but I'm not going to them because I can't afford them. So mm-hmm. maybe next year. Maybe uh, but you know, year. you know where I am going. You're going to Pinburg. And you know where you're going. I'm going to Pinburg. Yeah. <laughs> um, for for some some reason, we both managed to get in the crazy you know, jump on the thousand tickets and there's a wait list of like three or 400 people already, which is bonkers. I I think it was up to like 512 or something I saw. What? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's insane, but amazing. I don't know. I love it. I love Pinburg. I always have a really good time there. I'm excited uh to go back again this year i'm excited that you're going to be there this year Mm -hmm. it's my first one it's going to be like um the first time you take a kid to a buffet and they just totally overdo it (laughs) and i'm just going to be pinball sick by the end of that weekend well dr john and emily are going to be there and last time dr john was at pinberg he and i drank all of the rum in the convention center so I understand those feelings and I will be right there with you. Hmm. That's a different kind of sick that I'm, I'm going to consume too much pinball. I've seen oh, yeah, Dr. We did that too. I've seen him put down a few drinks. Yeah. He's, he's capable. We were he double wa- fisting rum punches. He was <laughs> walking around. Yeah. Texas pinball festival last year with two beers. And I made the joke that, uh, something about him, like not having another friend to get him, give the other one to. And, uh, he's like, no, 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 these are both mine. I don't think he realized that I was making a joke about him not having any friends, but, um, <laughs> oh, I'm he, your friend, Dr. John. Don't listen. Oh, to yeah. So then we, we played games together. It was, it was cool. Nice. We both like Dr. John. <laughs> and it's really funny because, uh, there's an adult, um, like lingerie and toy 
store here called Dr. John's. So it could be his side business. Maybe it is. You never know. A little perv. Well, let's not let's not get into that. Right I'm now. not gonna yuck on anybody's yum. That's cool. I'm not gonna talk about his didgeridoo. <laughs> didgeridoo. People, people can go back and listen to that episode <laughs> on their own. Uh, but I did see Doctor John when I was in Australia, and which was really exciting. Um, and I have to say, okay, so I'm gonna jump straight in. Is there anything you want to talk about before Australia? Because I am ready to tell this Dr. John story. Uh, no, let's do that because okay. that's the biggest thing that's happened. <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure about that, but it was a very exciting trip. So uh, I made the trip to Australia for the Australian Championship Series. Woo! So yay. Um, yay. It was crazy. And... Um, my friend Connor came and stayed with me for a few weeks leading up to it because he was the other American to qualify. So I came in 40th, he came in 41st. So we were like right next to each other in standings. And when we looked at the pools that it broke down into, we were in opposite groups. So we wouldn't have to play each other. And we're like, okay, this is going to be really fun. And we were going through machine lists together and practicing. And then right before we left, they announced... Uh, off of the list of machines because you and I discussed strategy they're like by the way these are the ones we're actually going to use in the main tournament and all of these other ones are not being used so guess which ones they didn't use all the ones that we talked about <laughs> oh that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> so I was like you couldn't plan that any better like did you listen to the episode and then pull everything because it really seems like it was just, nope, everything that Jessica's practice, we're going to take out. Um, which is fine. It was, it was just kind of like, of course, that happened. And then there were two people who couldn't make it. So it changed all of the pools. And then Connor and I had to play against each other. Um, which it's, I mean, I have so many great friends there. Like, I don't want to have to play against them anyway. But it was just funny that, of course, the two of us got lumped into the same group. Um, and then Dr. John's daughter, Emily, who we've talked about before, and she's amazing, was three people down off the wait list. So when two people dropped out, those two spots were taken. So she was next on the wait list. Um, so in an early bid for father of the year, Dr. John dropped out of the ACS so that Emily could play. Oh, see, I didn't hear how she got in. Yeah. But that's how she got in That's um, nice. it was the sweetest thing and it was just like a really wonderful way to start the morning off like people hearing that and her being so excited um and i take back at least half the bad things i've said about her <laughs> yeah it was it was fantastic i was so happy that she got to to be there so um yeah so connor and i flew into sydney and then our friend Will picked us up and drove us to Canberra. So got to Connor napped in the back seat the whole time. And I uh, stayed awake to kind of keep Will company on the drive because he was so nice to drive us. But oh man, I wanted to nap so hard. <laughs> um, and so we just like chatted and got to see the, the scenery on the way in. Um, 
Canberra is a really interesting place. I'd never been there before, um, but it's sort of like purpose built as the Australian capital. So it'll be like, there's an area that's populated and then all of a sudden it's bush. And it's like, it's so disconcerting because it's like people and then nothing, nothing. and then people and then nothing. Um, there was this really tall like spire that looked like a telecom tower or something like that in town. And, uh, just the shape of it. I was like, please tell me that there's a rotating restaurant inside that spire. And apparently there used to be, but there isn't anymore. So I oh. like, oh. <laughs> um, but it was just, you know, the whole landscape was really interesting. Um, so our first day in, we just kind of took it easy and did a little bit of exploring. So we went to a place called reload, um, which is like a game bar, gaming bar. It was very odd. So they had two games there. They had a dialed in and an iron maiden and the iron maiden, someone had left a level on top of it, like level topper, <laughs> which showed you that the game was not level. <laughs> So, so just... was that their cheeky little way of telling? I don't know. Uh, it was just really funny to walk in and that's like the first thing that you see. Um, and Dialed In had a ball that was like terminally stuck. And it was like a, a buck a play or... Wait, where bucks, did like... the ball get stuck on Dialed In? I, I, I don't know that I've ever had to pull a glass on my Dialed In for a ball. Oh, it was, it was like behind the phone, like up on the plastic. Oh, I could see. It that. was like jammed in in a way that there was no way that we were going to knock it loose. So it must have hopped. And yeah, there was okay. definitely a hop involved. Um, so we like, we let the girl who was working, it had to be like, it was expensive a play. It was like two bucks a play. It wasn't a dollar a play, it was two. And let the girl working there know and she had no idea like i don't know who plays those machines actually the only photos i'm dialed in were all the same one guy <laughs> every single photo and i was like oh just nobody plays these like it was weird um but she literally had no idea what to do about it or who took care of the machines or anything there it was it was confusing um so then we played some maiden and then um, they had their own little like electronic pinball thing that was just made for them. That was kind of like basic and boring, but it was built on this little pedestal that had the buttons on the side where you could actually like nudge it and tilt it and stuff, which I'm not a fan of electronic pinball, but if I had to play it, I would want one that had at least something like that. That was a little bit more physical. Sure. Um, so that was interesting and then we went to go check out the basement which was the venue for the acs and it's mostly like a concert venue so it reminded me of my days like working back at the metro in chicago it was kind of like stale beer stickiness and like you know a bunch of different stage areas it was cool for our purposes for sure um and let's see oh i i gc'd aerosmith during practice which wasn't one of the games that we were playing <laughs> for acs but it was like a nice like little welcome to town warm up and then i immediately popped one of the buttons out of guns and roses oh, like great. the whole flipper button and spring mechanism all just like 
hopped out of the game while I was playing. Um, and let's see. So Friday night we did a flip frenzy and I came in 17th out of 77. That was my best showing all weekend. I'm very sorry. And (laughs) even though officially it was a tie with Ryan, you beat him. Well, no, we tied. We never actually played each other. So it's not like there would have been a deciding match. No, like it's um, official (laughs) IFPA Australia rules that um, foreigners get the tiebreaker. So, oh, okay. I, I was unaware. Um, so was, but he. It was really, <laughs> I bet he was. Um, it was just so much fun getting to see like all my mates and catch up with everybody. And um, even though it was like high pressure and I was so jet lagged, I should have flown in like two days earlier than I did really just to get myself back on, on the same schedule so that I wouldn't feel like I'd been hit by a ton of bricks, but that's kind of how I went through the weekend. Um, it was not helped by the fact that um, my Brisbane Mafia mates, so Grant and Travis and Lambo and I were all just kind of hanging out on the Friday, so qualifying was Saturday, and they decided that we were going to do fireball shots. Oh, and there you go. <laughs> we literally did four shots of fireball, like back to back to back to back. And then the bartender stopped us and said we had to wait five minutes before the fifth one. So within a 10 minute span of time, we did five hefty shots of fireball and my body was really angry with me (laughs) after that. Um, But that's, that's okay. Um, Had breakfast at a place that was by a gigantic mushroom. (laughs) It was so trippy and wonderful. It was like a playground a mushroom. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> it was, there was a playground and it had a giant mushroom like over it. And then there was like a cutout where you'd put your face in and there, like you put it inside giant vegetables. So did you see this or did you <laughs> see this? <laughs> no, no, it was, it was physically there. Other people saw it. It wasn't just me. I swear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was great. So were the pink elephants eating the mushrooms. No, no, they okay. were dancing under the mushroom. So, uh, <laughs> so I got to do that. Jimmy and I uh, had breakfast a couple days at a place that just had like amazing coffee, and their food was so delicious. Um, so we that became our we went there three times over the four days <laughs> that I was there. Um so like just great hanging out with friends and catching up and having good food and playing pinball and drinking too much. Uh because I haven't been drinking. Number one, like budgetary reasons. And number two, I was like, I just need to train and practice pinball, but I should have been training my liver. So that was a failure on my part. Um so then my my qualifying day was rough like straight out of the gate i had a really bad round to start the day um i ended up in a group with connor and a group with emily which was it was fun but also i'm just like i don't want to have to play against you guys um (laughs) but yeah it was there i met a lot of new people a lot of them really great some of them you know like made some some 
unfortunate comments that <laughs> put a little bit of a damper on parts of the day but uh the tournament directors were great and handled everything um really really well there were some game issues which you're you're gonna have when you move a bunch of machines in from outside and then have to set them up in a short period of time um you know so they had techs on hand to kind of help but there were some that were lost causes and just had like kept getting pulled out um which was slightly frustrating more for some people than others than what people who really wanted to play those games were just like why why can't we have these back um i got to play the 1977 stern pinball which i love like it's very straightforward but it's really challenging and i had a really great time playing it i was i really wanted to roll it but there was not a lot of time it wasn't being used in competition so i didn't exactly have a chance to do that um but it was fun to play when i got to play it i ended up like um qualifying day i had a really good round four but that wasn't enough to to really save me so but it feels good it feels it feels good to have that one good round um but connor got into a five-way tie break to make it into day two and he was playing on buccaneer and the footage is online so our buddy marty from head to head came with all of his streaming equipment and had set up cameras on a bunch of games in this one area so there were the tournament games were set up all over the venue so there was like a big front room there was a side room and then there was the back room which is where he had his stuff set up for streaming uh-huh. um and the tiebreaker was on buccaneer but you can actually watch he has that stuff uploaded on there and um you can watch the moment that connor wins on buccaneer he jumps like higher than the machine it was so joyful and happy and excited and just him like realizing that he was going to the next day was so wonderful and his playing is so great he's just such a like an exuberant lovely personality that everyone's so happy for him um so it was a really wonderful moment to be able to see that when that happened um so his matchup for finals day was against lambo and that was like a monster competition between the two of them so it's like a best of five head to head and top seed gets to pick three games and lowest seed chooses two games so lambo had the higher seed he chose three and connor chose the two and they each won every game that they had picked ah which is rarely ever the case for me. Like I know when I'm forced to pick a game and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna crush this one. No, I don't, I don't. <laughs> it's that like curse of, oh, I'm really excited to play this. I, I do really well on this machine. And then you actually choose it in competition and play it and then you don't do as well. At least that's that's how it goes for me. So um, that's how it went for them. So Connor got his medal. Lambo ended up coming in second um our friend richard won first uh, my friend pete from back on the gold coast got third it was a really wonderful weekend the competition was just top notch there were some crazy games lambo had a game on batman 66 that lasted over an hour that sounds like my personal hell but yeah 
I I personally, like as a tournament director, would have invoked like the Pinberg rule of, hey, you you have this score because he ended up with like three point six billion or something like crazy. Um, so I think for me, if it had reached a certain point in time where he'd been playing for a really long time and his score was so far beyond anybody else's, I would have been like, hey, guess what? Uh, you can stop playing right now. And if anyone catches you, you both win. Which is what they do at Pinburg, and it's really smart, and it keeps things in like a reasonable time frame, um, because we ended up going longer. Obviously, when when rounds like that keep going um, for much longer than anticipated, but a bunch of people were crowded around the monitor watching that game, and um, you know, marveling at everything that he's able to do that I one hundred percent cannot do. Um, but it was just a monster, monster of a game. And it was a lot of stuff like that, like people just putting up these killer scores on machines. So it was it was fun. I actually do like witnessing a big blow up um, in tournament because it's like crazy. Usually in tournament scores are lower because everyone's kind of nervous. The games play tight. So when someone goes nuts on a machine, it is kind of cool to see. Definitely. Um. And then let's see there, they had some other competitions kind of during qualifying. And then they had another um, flip frenzy on the Sunday once the tournament was over and they had done presentations, they did a flip frenzy. And because things kind of went long for finals, what they did was they just cut back the time on the frenzy. So instead of it being three hours, it was like two hours and 20 minutes or whatever it was. Um, but at that point, I was just like, I am so tired, <laughs> so tired. Um, and, you know, I was I was battling with a lot of, um, you know, inner demon-y type thoughts of having disappointed people by not performing well. Because, um, you know, you and, and um, some other friends of mine were very encouraging and supportive and helpful in actually getting me there in the first place. I... I had this like weird guilt that I was holding on to that my brain couldn't release of I didn't do as well and I'm really going to let everybody down. Um, so it took me a little while to get over that. But once I did, I was like, okay, I'm here and having a nice time and seeing friends and playing pinball with them. So that's nice. Um, yeah. Well yeah. Then we had like a nice like wrap-up dinner kind of thing so a bunch of us went and had really great chinese food and um just talked about pinball and life and kind of how long some people had been, been in it and um it was it was funny because there was a like a paper or magazine online magazine type thing that did a little story on the acs and they use like the worst possible pull quote from Richard. Oh no! About about playing pinball, and it was something like, "You don't have to be physically fit or very smart to play." Oh no! You can be dumb so, and fat and lazy, and so like I get and what he was, was saying, but it just came across it really bad. Right. And that was the pull quote. So like when you look at the article, like big in bold in the center of the article, that's what it says. And we're just like, oh my God. That's funny. <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> uh, 
but then he was like sharing other articles that had been written about him and how they always write something weird in them <laughs> or like use a quote from him that he very specifically says don't use this <laughs> so uh, that was that was a pretty funny fun last night um and jimmy and i like stayed up hanging out and brainstorming and chatting and getting some some ideas together for future project stuff so it was just like a really lovely time um and then i flew to brisbane for three nights so just like a really quick visit to see friends while i was already on that side of the planet so um stayed with my friends re and mike and on the first night and we went to saccharomyces which i had never been to before they just have um you know a few machines there three machines there um and it's just like a very chill cool little spot i guess they do tournaments there sometimes um but i hadn't ever been to one it's more just like a social thing but i, it, I don't know if it didn't come up when i was there it was on a day when i couldn't get there um but it was fun to check that spot out and just have some really chill games my friend dan came out and lambo came out and we all just sat around and talked for a little while and it was good to just catch up and spend time with people and then my second night there was a tournament at Pincade and they had or Pincadia sorry Pincade is coming up in New Zealand like this week and I wish I was there uh Pincadia so Pincadia is the one that had the fire yeah that had shut down and they are now back and better than ever I really like their they did like a little reconfiguring with the um tables and furniture and stuff so that upstairs where the pinball is is a lot more open because it was really cramped before so it was hard to like play a game and not have your ass in like someone's face while they're trying to eat sitting at their booth so they totally changed stuff up and i like it so much better for the um you know the way they have it arranged now big thumbs up um and i finally got to play um the orbit one by hankin it was the first pinball machine by hankin the australian company i it was broken last time i was there before they had the fire but now it's all restored and lovely it's like it's one of those games where it's like simple but it's fun and i was working working away on that one for a little while just because i won't get to play it anywhere else um and my friend Ant came out during the middle of the week when he has to be awake at like an obscene hour in the morning. So that was really uh, fun and a nice surprise to see him out there. Um, yeah, it was just a really great night and seeing Dave and Tanya again and seeing the place open was was very a very happy moment for me. I was really happy for them. So if you guys are in Brisbane, uh, check out Pinkiti. It's back open. And it's right across from the GABA, and I'm so excited because that means I can hang out at Pincadia before and after going to see uh, the Aussie Rolls football games. So for all my AFL slash pinball needs, they're right across from each other. Uh, (laughs) Oh no, Brisbane Lions forever, sorry. Um, Oh, and then netherworld obviously had to hang out in netherworld jimmy and i did a stream of genesis i love that weird ass game yeah um and i gc'd it like the second to last game on the stream which was excellent so a good way to go out on that one but they just got that one um 
kind of up and running. So it was really exciting to get some games in. And uh, Hugh came out and played some games with us. And Ben came out to play a little bit. I worked through all my wizard pins. So I got Medieval Madness, Total Nuclear Annihilation. I got those like really quickly. Um, but then the pin that I wanted the most, that I was most excited for was Trident. And it took me all dang day to get that pin. Like, I feel like I played <laughs> nothing but Trident for like two hours. And I'm like, I need this pin. Because it's uh, 500k on Trident. And it's a tough one to get, especially when you're just obsessing over it. But I finally got it. And I didn't realize I had got it until I heard Jimmy cheering behind me. And I'm like, how long have you been standing there waiting for me to get this? <laughs> Yeah. So it was very like, oh. You were so locked in that you had no clue that. <laughs> yeah, I was just like head down determined. Um, but the pin is rad. So uh, really happy that I knocked all of those out. Went to check out Pinball House for a little bit, see their new lineup change, and then just hung out uh, at Netherworld on my last night. And uh crashed with with jimmy and beck and got to see them for a little while and they're adorable cats so i was pretty happy it was it was a nice way to end the trip like it was short but sweet i'm so happy that i got to go and do it because who knows the next time i'm gonna qualify for the australian championship um so i I'm really, really, really happy that I got to go and got to see friends. My friend Vinny came out to Another World, who I haven't seen in a long time. And Rusty came out and Nathan came out. It was just like people came out to just hang. And that made me so happy because it's like weeknights. It's hard to do. Um, so to have friends who made the effort to come out to see me made the trip so much more satisfying and fun and felt felt a lot of love for my pinball family out there and I'm uh you know obviously always looking forward to the next time I see them but Brisbane Masters is now part of the Stern um Stern circuit so if anyone's looking for a good time slash excuse to go visit Australia Brisbane is the pinball capital of Australia and Brisbane Masters is the biggest tournament in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, and they have 10 days of tournaments and stuff all happening um, within Brisbane Masters. And I'm going to be running the women's event for them this year. Yay. So, yeah. So that's like mid-August. So it's after Pinburg. So um, I know that there's you know, some people who take time off for, for that, who then necessarily can't take other time off. But if you have the opportunity to, um, Brisbane Masters is going to be bigger than ever this time. So hopefully I will see some people there. It's, I mean, it's the most fun I, I ever have playing pinball is, um, out in Brisbane. Their scene is just so amazing and wonderful and everyone's really lovely and I can't wait to be back. I'm jealous. Can you I go? Just come and then you don't have to be jealous. There we go. It's that yeah. easy. Done. <laughs> that easy. And I'll just a week out say, hey, guess what? I forgot to do book flights. Can't get one. <laughs> Can't get one. <laughs> yeah, that's that would be a little bit more of a problem than drive? you trying to book for Texas. Um, maybe you can get on a boat. 
Just drive to a boat. Go boat to Australia. Yeah. Okay. I looked into that once and it was like several weeks <laughs> at sea. <laughs> was it a rowboat? <laughs> no, it was, it was like a cruise situation where they like stop in other places. But okay. um, I guess the earth's pretty I was big, just curious. So. Yeah. Just curious. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you had Wi-Fi and you were like a work from home type, you could kind of do that. Yeah. Not that well, it would be I mean, that's but... Yeah. Well, but I mean, you could also do just the flight and then have more time on the ground. Yeah. But I'm, I'm trying to be the Wi-Fi work from home type. So if anybody has a work from home lead on a job (laughs) (laughs) but hey well yeah never mind we don't need to get into anything personal no no we don't ever do that (laughs) we we do enough of that not on this no (laughs) yeah ever never never nope um so you have your texas adventure coming up what are you super excited about for texas um hmm you're playing in the tournament i am playing in the tournament which i should have won the b division last year but choked out super hard on the last two games <sighs> from first to f- just you know tumbled right out but it's okay um it is okay. i'm excited about it it's a way bigger tournament this year there's a lot of money and attention at stake. So there's a lot of good players that are going to be there like last year. Um, I have no realistic shot of winning. So there's no actual pressure. It's just fun to go play with a lot of great players. Um, no, you're just going to get second place. That's right. That's yeah. the ceiling and that's the floor. That's what I go for. <laughs> um, so I've got that and that's going to be fun. Uh, I'll play in the classics tournament as well. I'm excited because there should be some announcements at the show and that's going to be great because it seems like there's been a big, huge gap of news lately. And I'm guessing it's because everyone's holding for Texas pinball festival. Right. Yeah. Um, who knows what we'll see. We might see something from Jersey Jack. We could see Stern's next game. We might hear about Spooky's next game because it looks like they've been doing a lot of work on Scott Denise's next project. So is deep root showing? Is that when that's supposed to happen? Well, last year they said they were going to bring like five games and then they've said no games. Now it's like they may have something. Okay. I don't, I'm really curious. I, I want to know what they yeah. have coming down the pipeline. They've I mean, when you get so many amazing people working for, you're just like, something has to be coming. That's going to be exciting. Right. I know. Yeah. So I'm waiting. Yeah. It, like it, at some point. Right. And if it's not now, I'm trying to think when it would be because unless they just want to have like their own news moment, like they don't want to share that with, with mm. everyone else that could be a possibility, but either way, it's going to be fun. Um, there's going to be uh people out there that I'm excited to see and I'm going to have to play a bunch of do- dollar games with Taylor from this flipping podcast. Cause yes, 
I've never been able to play pinball with him and we've talked a lot of trash to each other and um, it's, it's time to put the dollars down on the glass. Yes. And so I need, send me some spotty cell phone footage of you guys playing games so I can imagine I'm there. I'm going to take my camera and get 4k video of it. So you can see every little wrinkle of disappointment in the loser's face. so it's gonna be fun i'm excited um but yeah that's coming up um denver's a ways out but you know what i we should get another show out before texas so um we we might actually hear by then a little bit more what we'll be seeing so i guess we don't need to say too much more about texas now but as far as other stuff that i've had going on um our pinball league started and I did not play in league last year because I was having the baby. Um, and Miles is doing fantastic. He's a very good kid. He just robbed me of a year of pinball league. But <laughs> I'm back. Um, and uh, I've sorted a lot of the... Uh, well, I haven't sorted it. I've come to understand a lot of the mental health stuff that prevented me from being present for a lot of that stuff as well. So I got out uh, last week, and in the first week, I was able to um, come out in first. So right now, I'm at first in league standings. I felt good to show up. It's the first time I'd actually really played since the SCS, so it was nice to play well, having not played, and that was cool. And I enjoyed just kind of being around everybody again that... You know, you kind of forget how nice it is just to hang out and play pinball and make fun of each other and laugh and just kind of forget there's other crap going on in the world for a little bit. Right. So it's very therapeutic. It's very nice. And uh, we've got League again coming up this Thursday. And I'm excited for it. So That's exciting. Yeah. Um, as far as League goes, I had to play the Monsters again, and we talked about it. That game just still irritates me man <laughs> i played it again today um i had a meeting with my google rep he flew out from los angeles today and he's like where can we meet where can i get a drink and i was like i know just the place and <laughs> to uh the location that's got a bunch of pinball machines and that's inside a bar and nice i uh accidentally showed up pretty early and played a bunch of pinball while i waited for him and right, accidentally threw some initials up. I was dialed in like crazy on my shots today. So it felt good. Um, but uh, yeah, I, it's been nice. I kind of starting to feel the uh, pinball fever again. It's been a while that I've been this excited about playing. So it's coming at a good time with league starting up with the show season starting up again. Um, it's nice to be energized and excited about being involved in pinball totally yeah you mentioned the denver shows coming up um the tacoma show the northwest pinball arcade show is also coming up um that has a huge women's tournament component to it that they're trying to expand um and on the subject of huge women's tournaments whipped the women's international pinball tournament that's happening at pinberg um which i will be tding again this year mm -hmm. um is 
going to be opening for registration on March 30th. So mark your calendars, March 30th at noon Eastern time. Tickets will go on sale for Whipped, and that's going to be through the ReplayFX website. So don't miss out. Okay. And we sh- we will definitely get another episode up before then. But I'm going to remind people every time. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we need, we'll also do like a Facebook post and stuff. We want to make sure. Um, the other thing that I did, and it was a lot of fun, is I was a guest on the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. And uh, we talked about longevity in pinball like um kind of what makes a pinball machine hold up over the years and um talked about just kind of like what changes have gone on in the hobby um as well from when i got into it to now and looking forward um i don't want to recap everything there because people should check out their show not just because i was on it but especially because i was on it um what is it called the loser kid pinball podcast i'm so there are so many podcasts i don't know <laughs> like i've never heard of that <laughs> I'll, I'll post a link to the episode in the show notes, <laughs> and then people can find all the subscribe info from there but it's a newer it's a newer podcast so okay. if people want to check that out they can get into it so okay fine just send them away from us uh, yeah, yeah. I will I will provide information on how to navigate away from our site and into theirs. That's exactly, <laughs> exactly what I'm doing. Good job. So actually, yeah, after you finish listening to this episode, go and listen to that. <laughs> and that's what I've been doing. I think that's Sweet. it. I don't think I missed anything. Um, I ran another tournament out at Next Level here, just outside of Portland, um, and we have rad trophies now. It's just, it's really fun. It's not for IFPA points, so it's totally chill. Everyone's just there to have a nice time. We get tons of new players, so uh, even more new players over the last time that we had it, so I'll be doing that again. The next one is March 31st. So if you're in the Portland area, come uh, hang out at Next Level and play some pinball. It'll be fun. Awesome. Yeah. I can't come. All I have to say about that. <laughs> Why not? It's just a distance thing. Oh, that's fair. Well, while you're booking all of these plane tickets that you forgot to book. Oh, then you, can... you should keep reminding oh, me about wait. that. That'll make me feel a lot better. No, no, no. You should not book a plane ticket. You should get in a car with Evil Knievel in the back of it and drive to Portland. I know. Especially during Nike it's Snowstorm. It's got to happen at some point. <laughs> I mean, it will. <laughs> I, I try to believe you. I try so hard. So you're saying you don't. <laughs> I try so hard. Oh, I know. I actually thought it would have happened by now. I was thinking more like October, November would have been like the time frame for that. But just keep looking forward to the future with optimistic eyes or something. I don't know. That was pretty weird. <laughs> was pretty weird. Well, so, uh, how we do it. so uh, yeah, I feel like there was at least one piece of news or something, right? 
Stern's Insider Program. Did you get signed up for that? What is what is that? Tell me about that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh oh. I've been trying to avoid social media. Well, let me tell you about this. Okay. Um. So shoot. Let me just tell you straight <laughs> from what Stern is. Called. It's called the Stern Insider All Access. Okay. And um. As they say, it's to gain access to exclusive behind-the-scenes experiences. It's the Stern Insider Program. Okay. And they have a YouTube video up that's 49 seconds long that teases it. Uh-huh. But what it does is it, it's supposed to provide exclusive behind-the-scenes look, behind look into like what's going on at Stern Pinball. They say that you'll get limited edition merchandise. Well the chance to buy limited edition merchandise, um, admission to Stern sponsored events, private access to webinars, videos, hmm. interviews, um, and to other Stern insiders. So, huh. um, I can't think of things that are much more exciting than a webinar, but you know, so, one thing is though that they will get access to like launch webinars. So I, I what I'm guessing is maybe they'll get to see a reveal video a little bit ahead of the general public, um, mm-hmm. and they're going to do like service seminars. They're going to do rules and strategies. Now I'm not sure I'm down with them. The idea of putting like service tips and stuff for games behind a paywall because like everybody should know how to fix the machines that they're paying all this money for but anyway um it's uh it's up on their site it's just at stern pinball um it's thirty dollars a year for the basic access okay gets you access to everything stern that's one of the bullet points here i'll read the bullet points 29.99 annually so thirty dollars was wrong it's 29.99 that gives you access to everything stern Stern Insider All Access Merchandise Box, including exclusive t-shirt and more. Um, I think the and more was a pin. Um, okay. Early access to the newest games. So maybe first chance to buy. To buy, yeah. First dibs on limited edition merch and giveaways. Access to Stern Insider only events around the world. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a that's an interesting. It's like a first look situation. I know, but it's just paying for marketing. Right, and some people will want that, and some people won't. So I don't. It's it's an option. It, <laughs> I, I it's fine. Um, I'm not going to dog on it too much. I just don't think that the industry is big enough that it. To me, it's still a hobby uh, more than an industry um for for the collectors that would the enthusiasts the enthusiast side is still very much a hobby so it feels crazy to me to charge thirty dollars a year to give them the ability to buy exclusive stuff but it does say it's only early access to those things so maybe i don't know we'll see we'll see how it all shakes out but um I saw a picture of the shirt 
that came in the box and it was a white shirt with a red stern pinball logo on it i don't know much more than that but okay but they're i guess they'll also get like monthly giveaways and you're automatically entered and things like that so um i just so there was go ahead Sorry, I was going to say there's there's something that was announced that I am more excited about than I would be about that. Wait, did you hear though? In the year of 2019, I used the word webinar and you're not excited? (laughs) Uh, I did hear that and I'm not really excited. Sorry. Uh, Webinar though. (laughs) <laughs> right but webinar okay. oh, so tell, me um, what, hey, tell me what exciting thing then. <laughs> i'm gonna try and make this more exciting than a webinar yeah. i don't know if i'm yeah, gonna succeed. hit me with it because i'm struggling to see what you could have um i am super excited and you're gonna be there actually at the launch of coin op carnival exactly have you You've heard about CoinOp Carnival. I have. More than I've heard about the Stern webinars. Yes. And actually, if you listen to episode 83 of this flipping podcast, um, you can hear an interview with Ryan Clayter. Actually, also and Nick Baldridge. With Nick Baldridge as well, as they talk about this crazy little project, well, big project of theirs um, that's going to be officially launched March 22nd at Texas Pinball Festival. So, yeah, I can't wait for this book to come out. It looks like it was a ton of work that went into this. Um, and like, it's going to be super thorough. And I mean, Ryan's amazing art and then Nick's like crazy attention to detail. And I don't know. It's just, it sounds like it's going to be really, really cool. I am partially through episode 83. Um, there's a lot of information in it, so I need to, to finish that up. But I just stopped listening. I made you mad. Oh, nothing made me mad. Or was it Tommy? I'm not. I'm, well, it wasn't Ryan. Tommy's not it, on wasn't, that episode. it wasn't. Tommy's not on the episode. It's just Taylor. Oh, so it was Taylor. Okay. I haven't listened yet. I. I don't have reason to be mad at this flipping podcast like some people (laughs) who will not go mentioned because, oh my God, it's ridiculous. Why are we still in high school? (sighs) Anyway, I'm really looking forward to coin op carnival. Um, and they definitely get deep into it and kind of the background of how it all came to be. And, um, it sounds like it's going to be something that they're releasing. Um, not It's not going to be like a quarterly or something like that. Like this is a big thing. Right. Um, I read something somewhere where Ryan said the next one's probably in two years out um, because this was just like super intense to do and so much went into it. Um, so I can't wait to see what they've been wor- working on. And I'm um, excited that people are able to keep something in pinball a surprise. <laughs> I had no no clue that this was coming down the pipeline. Well, I was actually pretty surprised, especially since I talked to these people. And I'm I don't know if I should be offended that I wasn't let into the inner circle of knowledge. 
<laughs> or if I should be proud of them for keeping it so tight. But I'm excited for them. Like I yeah. can't wait to see it, and I'll definitely I'll bring you one back. That would be rad. I'd love that. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, friend. I just hope it's not like a stampede to their table. Um, they better bring enough. Because I will, I will be whining <laughs> on Pinside if it sells out before. They had a whole schedule that they had posted of like where they're going to be with it. So I would imagine 16 they would stops have... in 10 cities or something like that. 10 states. Yeah, nothing, nothing in Portland. Yeah, they're not hitting. Womp, womp. They're not hitting uh, Salt Lake City either. Las Vegas is, I think, as close as they come to me. Mm. The pin. Oh my gosh, we're. I'm going to be in Vegas soon. If there's anyone in Vegas who wants to come, like, be my emotional support animal slash cheerleader for Women's World Championships. What's the date on that, by the way? That would be really nice. The 28th of March. Okay. Like, I would be, I would be super happy to have a buddy to be there and just, like, talk to me about anything that's not pinball and distract me from what's happening <laughs> so that I don't like get in my head about anything that would be really really cool you've been so, so come close to winning it you need to win it oh no no pressure no pressure you put so much pressure on me last episode when i saw the title of the last episode <laughs> i got real sad well, because i was like no that's not that's not me and that's not how i go into competition uh i'm not there to like i'm gonna destroy it I'm like i would like to have a nice time and do the best that i can do and you were like jessica's gonna destroy you're things. going like, to no. you're gonna go to las vegas and you're gonna wreck house no, no. it's too much pressure i don't want any pressure whatsoever i want the only expectation to be that jessica went to play some pinball and she had a nice time it's gonna get <laughs> way more hyped up than that on our next episode. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, I do. No, I you'll play great. It'll be we're, It was very uncomfortable. It was nice to finally meet Ryan. Um and it was good to see Martin again. I enjoyed seeing them i would did not have to play against them for the for the main tournament so there was none of that um but it was it was a very civil meeting in spite of your um efforts to pit us against each yeah other. i know i didn't have to go face any of them so <laughs> yeah thanks thanks for yeah that. did um did they say if either one were going to tpf Oh, maybe. Brian went last year. Maybe. Maybe, because I think that Connor was, was chatting with them about seeing them in Texas. So maybe. I think Marty's going for sure. Okay. Um, I don't remember. Ryan wasn't involved in that bit of conversation that we had, so I'm not that sure was, if he's going, but maybe. It's rude of you guys to leave him out, but it's okay. Um, he wasn't standing in the room with us at the time. Sure. So. I get it. You walk away from and hold the conversation there. So, oh, gosh. Uh, so then you've got you really want us to fight people. I don't. I, I like I those don't guys. Understand. I don't know what your problem is with the head-to-head -head guys. I like them. 
I think that's... <laughs> oh, you're a horrible human being. That's true. Just kidding. It's true. Maybe at Pinburg, if not Texas. So <laughs> I'm not doing any type of podcast battle. Sorry. Oh, the trash talker invitational. Are you going to do that again? I've never done it. No, I'm saying, are they going to hold that again? Oh, I don't know. But if they do, I'm also not doing oh, it. Oh, yes, we are. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can't do it. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Do it. You can get uh, Dr. John to come be your, your plus one. I wanted to win. I would. He will help you win. I would rather just hang out with friends. Oh. Then do another tournament on top of the gigantic tournament tournament that we're already doing. You just said. Tournament. <laughs> oh my god. What you just said. You'd rather hang out with friends. Just hang out. I want to hang out with you. You are a friend. Doctor John is a friend. I would like to hang out. Like just play dollar games and talk shit and play stall ball and not have to do like a super regimented we played one game of stall ball at acs and it was fun but it was also during the other competition and we didn't want to be rude and take attention away from that so we just did one um but yes i don't want to do another official tournament at Pinburg, when there is so much tournament happening at Pinburg already. Uh, I get it. I would just like to relax and have a nice time. I get it, but I'll uh, I'll respond that we'll be participating, so that's fine. Oh, God. Nope. I told nope. you, I'm leaving pinball sick, so buckle up. Alright, well, that's that's the, the day before, or five minutes before the trash talker is when I quit the podcast. You get to me like that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sorry i just i don't want to play in it you can play in it you can win this for us but i don't want to do it nah yeah let's just be the peanut sorry, friend. we'll sign up to just talk trash but we won't play <laughs> um, so we'll be hanging out and making fun of the players i mean um, that sounds lame it does sound like forget it. Okay. Super lame. Forget it. Just Sorry. crush my Pinburg dreams. That's the only, that's the Sorry, only friends. tournament at Pinburg I had any hope of winning. So, <laughs> uh, you love putting pressure on me. Plus, you just want us to fight. You always want us to fight on the podcast. All right, we've gone totally off the rails. I think it's time for us. We never even caught sight of the rail. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm just excited for Pinburg. I'm. Yay! It, we've been trying to like make it happen for what, like three or four years, and it just hasn't. So, I mean, I've gone for the past three years. You have not gone. You have not held up to your. I've tried going to. I have tried. I just it just hasn't happened. So, yeah, fourth time is a charm. All right. Well. I'm looking forward to you taking second in whichever division you choose to take second in. Why not A? Why not? I will shake Keith Elwin's hand um, as he holds that trophy high, and 
I will uh, accept my place in the world. So. <laughs> right beside him with a slightly smaller trophy. I'm cool with that. Would you rather yeah. win B or right. second in A? Um, <laughs> those are both like crazy dreams. Um, but I would rather get second in there A. There we go. You know, because it's the podcast way, second yeah. place. <laughs> One day I'm actually going to take a picture <laughs> of all my second place trophies because there are a lot. I have. Okay. All right. We got to wrap this up. Um, yeah, we're just we've been rambling for the past like 35. I know. Minutes. And you're not supposed to ramble on our podcast. So <laughs> are you looking at the podcast no. rules, the rules of podcasting? Good. Don't look at them. They're terrible. We need outro music, though. I just decided that. So um, you can. F- are you going to pick up where Lizzo left uh, off? It won't. It will start over. But that would be perfect if it would. You can find us on Facebook, um, <laughs> not Instagram. We never use the Twitter account. Uh, you can't call us. You definitely can't text us. Uh, just Facebook, really. Or our website, thepinballpodcast.com. Um, if you go to follow me on Instagram, send me a message so I know who you are and I don't just deny you because I'm on private. But it's Twazu on Instagram for me. Uh, but just send me a message because I turn people down all the dang time. Yeah. It took me like 17 times to get her to accept me. And she knew who I was. So good luck. (laughs) All right, Jess. uh, Okay, Jeff. That's a show. It is a show. I will talk to you immediately after I hit stop recording. (laughs) Bye. Bye.